Hi, my name is Jenny. And my name's Yui. And welcome to Conscious Cuppa, a weekly podcast in which we explore and expand on age-old spiritual ideas and questions, including law of attraction, awakened imagination, and a difference between a Mobius strip and a landing strip. Thanks, Jenny. Each week, we grab a cup of some wonderful brew and invite you to listen in and share our personal insights, stories, and answers to life the universe and everything in between based on what's written on a wooden lollipop stick. We do have a claimer rather than a disclaimer and that is we firmly believe that imagining creates reality but our disclaimer is that we are still relatively new to its practice so if we get a bit tongue-tied point it out. We'd love to hear from you enjoy your input so please do make contact on Twitter at Conscious Cuppa that's C-U-P-P-A, and email via, via ConsciousCuppa at gmail.com. So please keep it short and sweet because it's got a fit on a lollipop stick. We hope the kettle's boiled at your end and you've got a nice cuppa ready to enjoy as we all expand our consciousness. Could be a glass or something, or the whole bottle, or a can, or a thimble. Yuri, what's in your cup today? So in my cup, which is very sadly empty now, is <laughs> I've drunk it already, is a beautiful cup of coffee um, made by the wonderful Jenny this morning. Thank you very much. It's got oat milk in and it's got uh, a flash of spice, which is, is absolutely delicious. I've got in my cup Burden Blends Coconut Milk Oolong. It's got bits of coconut in it and bits of oolong. Oh, I've got to try some of that later. It's been steeping. I'm going to have my first sip of it. Let's see what it tastes like. What what are you saying, Jenny? What's it taste like? I I think it hasn't been steeped enough. It smells absolutely delicious, I've got to say. I think maybe that's the key. Yeah. I I I can't smell. I think it's an aroma thing. Ah, I think it's aromatherapy (laughs) in a cup. It might be more up your street. Yeah. Sharing then. Yeah. Yeah, let's share that. Okay, so we're going to roll the dice and see who goes first to pick our lollipop stick. So you got one and I got two. You go first. I go first. So let's have a look. So, can you imagine this is actually a cafe in Paris? We'll, we'll put these uh, questions up on, on on our Twitter page. Yeah. So you can uh, maybe debate this with yourself and your your housemates, your house arrest mates. <laughs> okay, we've got five minutes on the clock. Okay. Can you imagine this is a cafe in Paris, Yuri? Absolutely. I can definitely close my eyes, go into my imagination and imagine I'm in Paris. It's a little bustling side street off a main road. Um, I can hear the, the accents. Thank God the person I'm with can speak English because my French is very limited. And I can hear the clinking of glasses and the chatter from inside the cafe which is quite dark and outside I'm in the shade but it's very warm I have some coffee and a croissant of course got to go traditional is it gluten-free no 
<gasps> Who needs gluten free? It's all but it's got butter and wheat in it. It's good. It's good. It's You're good. It's gonna be okay. Yeah, I've taken acidophilus. I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, it's just glorious. It's it's a glorious feeling to feel like I'm with this this person that I only recently met who has an apartment in Paris that I'm staying with. Oy oy. We've gone f- for a morning walk and it, it's it's just it's just beautiful to be there and have a new upgraded experience of Paris because I was in Paris as a young person and it was quite terrifying not being able to speak French on a French exchange. Um so yes, it is is really lovely to be there. What's your thrill on a scale of one to ten? How delighted would this be in a cafe in Paris? I think it's on yeah. a seven. Seven. Because it Paris isn't isn't on my top ten destinations. Well it is now, because you've put yourself yeah. there, so you're gonna be yeah. going there. So what would make it an eight or a nine, for example? I think probably delivering something there so i'm taking probably something. i'm probably i'm probably taking something delivering up. some teaching oh, or okay. some 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 uh, parenting classes or you know okay so close your eyes okay let's take this to an eight or a nine yeah okay so okay, i just stay there just stay there rather than trying to describe it you've got to feel it first oh it's instantaneous. As soon as it. you asked, I had the feeling. So I've got to tell you how okay. instantaneous um, that was. As soon as I get the answer, yeah. like it's like a magnet. It just, it just, you get a little kind of orgasmic thrill. So I, I'm kind of clapping my hands virtually now, and I'm. So this is the morning of the delivery of this presentation that I'm giving, and I'm a little bit nervous, but really I'm excited. <laughs> And I, I think you can probably hear it in my voice. So, yeah, I'm I'm now at a nine and a half because I love what I do. It's my passion, um, and and yeah, I, I I'm so excited to be there. It's really wonderful. So I'm 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 really thrilled and excited to be in Paris today. Thank mm. you for coming. <laughs> and with that half. So weirdly enough. Yeah. The States is in my top ten yeah. just because of the people there. Yeah. I have a I have a brand new anywhere in particular? Um, Connecticut. My brother's there. Connecticut or where my uncle Mike lives, my great uncle Mike, which is in California. So okay, so which is the ten? Eva. Oakland, it's hot. Huh? <laughs> California, California, it's hot. It's hot in it. Yeah. So yeah, my family. Yeah. Being out there, but actually they can come to the Caribbean. So I think it would be the Caribbean. Which island, Grenada? Grenada or Dominica? Probably okay. Dominica at the moment is okay. in my top ten. So can you close your eyes and give us a ten? So I'm in a quite a large house. I am getting ready to li- deliver this presentation at this farm that um, Jenny's cousin runs and uh, my family are there. They're visiting Dominica for the first time and their Earl, fantastic artist, is there and I feel really held. Jenny's there and it's it's really, yeah, it's a 10, 100%. <laughs> 
Okay. I've got tears in my eyes now. <laughs> I often get quite teary on a soppy day. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah. 10. It's a 10. Yeah. Okay. That's... Wow. You're there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dominica, here we come. Your turn, Jenny. Okay. Let me mop my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> a living chef versus a living personal coach. Oh, wow. Okay. That's an interesting oh. one. So you've got, we've got five minutes on the clock, Jenny. You know, while I was downstairs making my tea. That I'm now drinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're now sniffing. Um, I was thinking to myself, why I really wish I had now, because remember I was saying, like, I often have trouble um, doing the uh, practice. Yeah. Yeah. I, what I would need, you know what I'm going to say, don't you? No, I've got my own version. Okay, Go well, talking of Dominica, what I need is my mum. Who just would not put up with any shit. You know, <laughs> so not her in particular, but something like her, yeah. who'd say, what are you doing? Why are you on YouTube? You Have you, have you practised your, yeah. your, your imagining? Have you practised yeah, Have you done your homework? Have you done your homework? Yeah. You know, and I've been like, no. And she was like, get upstairs and do your homework, right? <laughs> and I kind of need that right now. I kind of need, like, not that necessary, that intensity. Yeah. yeah. But that kind of, like, well, what are you doing? Yeah. Go upstairs now and get on with it. Come back in half an hour when That's you finish. Or stay in your room until you have the feeling that you're in that cafe in Paris, yeah. right? <laughs> don't come out go until you're speaking French. <laughs> <laughs> don't come out until you're in tears. Exactly. So that thrilling. is what I was thinking when I was downstairs. Wow. And then I kind of thought, well, I did have that. I mean, I've already had that life. I've had the living personal coach who made you get on with things and do things until they're absolutely completed. So that, you know, I find it hard to walk past something that is has been dropped on the floor. Yeah. I have to pick it up. Yeah. And although that was kind of bullied into me, it has now a kind of self-discipline. But I've kind of kind of slid into YouTube zone as these distractions that distract me. And what I would appreciate is that again. So it's almost like I need to bring that energy, that self-discipline back. A kind of hard task master, but is less the hard task master that my mum was, and is more the hard task master that I would be. So I must have a part of me, Jenny, that is less abrasive. Definitely, it's about love and delight. You've got to fall in love with it. It's just in encouragement rather yes. than demand. That's exactly what a coach does. Yeah, but uh. I do, you can need, be I do need right now for it to be a lot more strict. Like if the universe could just kind of <laughs> switch my phone off. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't renew my data this month. Okay. So, you know, totally relying on Wi-Fi. I can't while I'm out. I mean, I'm usually driving anyway. But yeah. if I'm out, I can't just go online. I can't just have it running in the background. Yeah. So it's a kind of way of just... Uh, making me drive more present, making me not 
like just be able to go online whenever I feel like it. Okay, so someone taught me something that you can probably apply to this, uh-huh. and it this was this was um, a course she's she's on, and it was about worry. But I think you can apply it. So you were only allowed fifteen minutes worry a day. Okay. So you you spend it really wisely. Yeah. So she was really laughing about how wisely she was spending her fifteen minutes yeah. worry time. You know, she started splitting it up into five minutes, or yeah. have five minutes in the morning, five minutes for lunch, and five minutes for bedtime <laughs> kind of thing, and that yeah. wasn't working. So she then clumped it together, and it just made her play with it and have fun with it. So I think you become more refined. So maybe you can use that technique. For, for you know well, the 15 minutes of distraction yeah this what i have done is i used to not be able to i stopped myself going on youtube until midday mm. but i often get distracted by the addiction to youtube between breakfast and midday but now what i do is i go on youtube first thing to get that out of the way so to get that oh, kind yeah, of yeah kind of need to go on youtube and see what's you know in my subscriptions box (laughs) okay you're up right let's see so can you imagine you're playing a kit drum oh nice so let's have five minutes on the timer jenny please um, yes, I can. <laughs> it makes me laugh because my inner child comes out. Um, I'm back at school. Um, I'm in my music room. How old are you, roughly? About 12, 11 or 12. Yeah. Um, and for the first time, I've managed to get in on the kick drum. The boys aren't. I've got there first, basically. I must have been really stealth. I must have worked out. They were still playing football or something. Yeah. And so I'm a little bit early for class and the teacher's going, go on, have a go. So he's put on something and I'm just having a really good time bashing about. Yeah, and in fact, I, I turned down an opportunity for that recently and, and I knew later on that that was an opportunity to, to let this inner child do that. It's, it's something definitely on my radar and it, it is it's so much fun. It's so much fun and there's no pressure to make it sound good. It, I just love that. I often play air drums. It's it's so good. So, yeah, I, I really like that. And I love the idea of that vibration, that fun vibration. And on a scale of one to ten, where's your delight? I would say probably an eight and a half. Yeah. Eight and a half. Okay. And what would take it up to a nine or a nine and a half? Um, really good music. What do you mean to accompany you? Yeah, really good music and a really enthusiastic, uh, teacher or you know somebody else joining me. A really so a collaborative. No, tracks? no, <laughs> we're not making a track. We're definitely just not making, We're just having fun jamming, or I'm just having fun making okay. what I think is really so good. So could you noise, go yeah. back into Yes, I can revise oh, yeah. that for sure. Okay. The art of revision. It's a good practice. This feels like your coach. I feel like I'm being coached. It's great. You are the coach. Yeah, I'm in the classroom. My teacher is, we're sitting sort of, not quite opposite 
but kind of next to each other and caught like and it, it's really fun we've got some really good music going and um he's just he's just saying you know do your own thing but you could just watch what I do if you want and you can follow me and it's just fun and we're laughing and yeah I can feel it I feel really hot now so yeah it's 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 much more fun and the ultimate question is can you twiddle a drumstick with one hand in your imagination yeah, easily. Okay, can you throw up a drumstick? Not in your imagination. You're not supposed to do it with your real hand. <laughs> your physical hand, I should say. Your real hand. Could you do it with your imaginary hand? Throw up a drumstick. I'm now. I'm now juggling catch, my drumsticks. Okay, yeah. And catch it and play a tune and yeah. throw them up and catch it. And play a tune. Yeah, yeah, I can. And that's just silly. And, and it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, last one, can you play the Michael Jackson beat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, Shall we stop the time? Yeah, definitely. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> oh, that was fun. <laughs> See, Jenny's turned into my coach. <laughs> Okay. Pick your stick. Last stick of the day. Who do you have the most impact on? Okay. Five minutes on the timer, Jenny. Stop the the podcast. podcast. Had that question already. Sorry about that. Apologies. So why don't we take an emailed question from the public. We have two questions from Joy. So let's put five minutes on the timer. The first question is... Why do people become so attached to others? And the other question is, what do you do when you feel confused or lost on your path? So let's go. So I'm going to go first. And why do people become so attached to others? Well, I think that's really about being human. I think we seek human attachment. We, you're born usually through a mother. And there's there's a bond and attachment with your mother. And I think we perpetuate that in throughout our life. But I think what we're really looking for is a bond with our inner self and a bond with God. We want to know ourselves better. We want to understand ourselves better. And I do, I personally think that our brother, our kinsman are a very good way of understanding ourselves because they offer a reflection we respond we react and it really you know we talk to one another and it really reveals who you are I was writing about this this morning and it 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 can tell you a lot about who you want to be and who you don't want to be what you like and what you don't like which is part of our god-given desires which is part of what I think we're doing here so I think, let me go back to the question, why do people become so attached to others? I think people become so attached to others because on earth we, we do need one another to find ourselves, help find ourselves as a reflective, reflect something to bounce off. So I, I think that's why we become so attached. And I think sometimes that becomes quite confused. I think we're, we're taught to associate that with all these roles and labels that we take on from society and societal norms. So there's a kind of a standard practice 
when you get involved with someone romantically and, and you see all this stuff on media that says, oh, it should be like this. I call it the Janet and John because I grew up with a book called Janet and John when I was younger. Um, so I think we're, we're also, that is ingrained in us to do it a certain way, to become attached in a certain way. And that's, there's a higher version of that, which is loving your brother as you would love yourself. Happy with that? Yeah. Good. And the second question from Joy is, what do you do when you feel confused or lost on your path? I've definitely felt this, that pull away from what I want to be doing, starting to talk about the things that I don't want. And often that's because of the evidence of my senses are telling me I don't have the thing that I really want. Yeah. And so I start talking in the language of not having, the language of lack and the language of loss. Negation. That's the tricky part. Yeah. It's because the confusion perhaps is that your senses are telling you one thing, but you're trying to stay faithful to something that's happening the in unseen. the background. It's a bit like when you're pregnant. That Gosh, you yeah. there is something going on that you can't see and it's going to come out as a, a, a full fact, an actual mm. thing. Um, but also getting lost on your path. What do you do? I think what happens is you, you could take it as far as a sledgehammer experience, you know, when you just get knocked so hard because yeah. you're so off your path. Yeah, I was writing about this this morning. And then you, um, I had that experience when I was in a hospital bed and I really had to make a choice about which direction I'm going to continue it. I was like at a fork in the road. And what do I do when I feel confused? Um, I, I do write a lot of journals so I can go back to um, old journals and look at the things that are still timeless, that still mean a lot to me, um, to take away, to remind me, to give me some clarity about where I thought I was going a year ago, six months ago, something like that. And that helps me to just kind of recenter like you do with Google Maps or something. We yeah. happy with, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and I also just would like to say that's my experience as well about the writing and the inner work that I'm doing, that, that that helps me refocus on the path and what I do want. I'm consolidating that. I do something called The Morning Pages, which is from a book called The Artist's Way, that if, you, if you're wanting Julie to... Julie Cameron? Julia Cameron? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been... For me, life-changing. Uh-huh. So, yeah, journaling is a, is a good way. Keep those questions and quotes coming. Thank you for that, Joy. Um, and we've got more um, questions coming up in Magic Minute once we get back to the original podcast. Guess what? What? <gasps> we've got good news. We're now on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud and TuneIn. That's brilliant. So grab a brew, take a pew... Sip in and sub up on with the manifestation of a podcast. It's time for Magic Minute, uh, where we take the time it takes an elevator to go, let's say, 13 floors uh, to answer a question from the public. Okay, I think you're going to be going first, aren't you? We have a list of questions. Uh, Set the timer, please. 
if you want to send questions in, of course, it's consciouscuppa, C-U-P-P-A, at gmail.com. You can also post on Twitter uh, any questions you have at consciouscuppa. Here's a list of questions. You can pick one. How exciting. Okay, so we've got a question from Victor. Um, can the eyes lie? Okay, got... I don't know why I picked this one. <laughs> Here we are. You've picked it. Yeah. I'm pressing one minute go. Can the eyes lie? Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna answer this question from the idea that eyes are a part of your sense sensory system. So I think you 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 can both deceive your eyes, and you can be deceived by your eyes. So I don't know if anybody out there has ever done the sort of what I call the the elephant in the room experiment. So the way I, I do it is to talk about a red car. And if you talk about a red car, then you begin to see red cars. So I think I think, yeah, your eyes can be deceived. You can you can you can put into your your imagination, your mind, whatever you want to see. And you will believe that's that's what you see. OK. You happy with that? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to take one question. Elevator doors are about to close. Rosie asks, have you ever felt like you're buried? One minute. Oh, yeah. Um, that feeling of being suffocated, that feeling of something sitting on your chest, mm. that feeling of being uh, overwhelmed, all of those are, have this suggestion of being buried, of being out of sight, of being um, dead. I did have that feeling when I was in Amsterdam, uh, like I I was in a coffin and that um, I was dead. I'd been forgotten. That was a horrible feeling and it was overwhelming and I could see no way out of it, but... There's always hope. That's what makes us human. I love that aspect of it. Doors opening. Thanks, Rosie. Thanks, Victor. You happy with that, Jenny? I'm happy with that. Cool. What's next? What it is, is time to say thank you very much for listening. So thank you and all the expansion of our consciousness, the discussions. It's been wonderful. So where can we be reached, Jenny? Um, all today's questions will be up on our Twitter page, which is at Conscious Cuppa, C-U-P-P-A, I don't know why we keep saying that, we probably should be spelling conscious, C-O-N-S-C-I-O-U-S, Cuppa, at Gmail for emails. My name is Jenny. And my name's Yuri. And this has been a tasty brew. A swell cuppa. A slurping good time. See you next time. Excellent.